I am so excited with what I'm going to be sharing with you guys today because it's like a marrying of all the things that I love, home projects, budgets, and organization. So I am going to be talking you through organizing home projects. Um, If you have followed me for a while, you know that I am no stranger to home projects. I've been doing them for over a decade, um, executing things, I guess, as large as building a custom-built home and as small as just doing DIY projects for myself. Um, so uh, whether you're you're wanting to do a big project or flip spaces or whatever it may be, in this podcast, you're going to learn some of the things that I have found um, that save a little bit of headache. Because let's not kid ourselves, projects at home uh, can be stressful, especially we're living in it. But I think now more than ever, we're seeing the value of having spaces that we love and and inspire us because living in this pandemic, we're all spending more time at home. And I am big on not just spaces that are beautiful, but spaces that are beautiful and function. If it's just a space that looks great, that's like I could care nothing about it. It's got to look great and function for what you need it for. So I'm going to be talking you through vision and how to start with a vision. I'm going to be talking you through budgets. Um, And if you're not aware, I'm going to be teaching a course coming up about understanding budgets and numbers. So I'm just going to do high level here in organizing your home projects. But um, just wanted to mention that. I'm going to be talking through the who and the what, timelines, and organizational hacks that I have found that, again, just help and make it a little less stressful because it's not fun living through projects. And every time I'm like, I'm not doing anything else again, and then I do it again. Um, so it's like a, it's like a love-hate thing, and I just love transforming spaces. Um, and I actually love all the little details that are required to go into that. And I, again, I've done DIY stuff. I've done... Um, hiring it out. I mean, it's it's kind of depending on what it is. So let's dive into vision, which is the first area. And um, I'm going to also mention on startplanner.com slash downloads, there actually is a free project, home project download. So I'm going to just walk you through that real quick. It goes over dates, notes, ideas, which is ideas as pulling your vision together, materials that you need, contractor info. And then on the second page, it has a um, graph paper to sketch it out. Vision is not just the design. Vision is also the function. So if you're doing a bathroom, it might be sketching out the cabinet and making sure you're adding the functionality that you need along with measurements. So If you are someone that is not a visionary and you're not very creative, what can you do, right? You can ask for help. You can hire someone. You can look for inspiration, Pinterest, um, going shopping, taking images, going to model homes, taking images, magazines, clipping things out. Um, What I like to do is kind of a combination. I like to go get inspired, looking at different things, um, and then I pull together things on Photoshop. And I cannot make decisions a lot of times when it's for myself. I can narrow it down to like two or three. When I get it down to that two or three, I'm like, someone help me. Um, so I also, in this this house, I've hired someone to help me. Uh, Thea Quillen with TMQ Interiors has been helping me. She's been narrowing down those final two selections. So it, again, it's ROI and it's time cost, right? If How much time are you going to spend on doing it together? And are you, you going to get your end result? Sometimes 
by hiring someone, they can help you get that end result and get better prices as well. So um, if you are someone that's super creative, you already know what you want. You can pull these things together. I have a photography background. So I, again, I like to pull things together in Photoshop, knowing if, if I'm doing a bathroom, I'm going to know the light fixture. I'm going to know the the tile that's going to be used. I'm going to know um, the the faucet and what what material the faucet is going to be, um, what color the walls are going to be. I think it is so important to build out an entire vision of what you want before executing any sort of home project, whether it be big, small, whatever it may be. And again, if you're just doing a small space, I think it's important to have a vision for the entire space. So if you're just doing one bathroom, but that bathroom flows with the bedroom, making sure you're you're taking into account both of the spaces. So the next thing is budget. Uh, money is not endless, although we wish that it was. Budgets are essential. So making sure you know what is the bottom dollar that you can spend and um, making sure that you allocate for a little bit of overage in that bo- bottom dollar. Because I can promise you with construction, there is going to be things that are going to outlie, that are going to happen, or that maybe if you're not as experienced of doing home projects that you don't quite realize, you know, rough valve needs to be changed in bathrooms. Or I've learned so much over the years. Um, so I feel like I have a lot of knowledge in that area, but I still make mistakes. Um, so making sure you build out a very detailed budget. So how do we do that? We have to know these next two things. The first one is the who. Who is going to be doing it? Is it you? Um, or is it someone else? Do you need actually professionals? So if you're doing that bathroom, do you need a plumber? Do you need um, someone to actually lay tile? I always recommend when you're building out who and you're, you don't have contacts. I feel like I've been doing it for so long. I have my core people of contacts that I trust that I know that I'm going to get quality work and not be ripped off. I always say, if you don't know what that is, get two to three different quotes. And again, if you don't have an eye for design, a designer can help have those resources or someone that does renovations can help have those resources. Um, And then once you know the who, it's the what, what raw materials are needed. So again, if it's that bathroom, tile, grout, do you need a new toilet? Do you need a new vanity? Do you need a new faucet? Are you going to get a new light? Like what are all the raw materials that are going to be needed? So list all that out. And I like to actually go when I'm like looking for a bathroom, I go and look at the tile. That's part of building my vision. It's also part of building my what, which backs into my budget. So at the end of all of this, you reassess your budget. What can I actually do? Do I have to actually break it up into phase one and phase two? I, again, I don't like executing home projects on debt. I want to make sure that there's resources for it. And I, and I don't like not coming in on budget. So I have to move things around at different times or breaking them up into phase one, phase two. Because I the, the one thing that I have learned about myself, if I cut corners and it's not exactly what I want, it's going to drive me crazy. So I like to break them up if I can't execute it all the way that I want now, phase one, phase two, so that at the end result, I'm getting what I want, but I'm not doing it stretching outside of my means. So once you have reassessed your budget, you know detailed all who is going to be doing all the different things. Maybe that's some of that's you. Um, I have to, a lot of times when I'm doing projects, um, I would love to hire out for everything, but it doesn't always work that way. So a lot of times I am some of the who's in in that project, but then there are other people as well. And then all the different what's, you have a budget, 
Then what you do is you create a timeline. Um, you create a timeline. And if any of that who stuff is you, which a lot of times it's going to be, even if you're the one executing, getting the raw materials or whatever, um, try to schedule again, like-minded things, a, a lot, like alike. So for instance, if you're going to be out and about running errands, maybe you can get your tile and raw materials when you're in that same area on the same day. So again, I'm trying to be very efficient with my time. I don't have much of it. So, um, and, and you can also delegate, ask for help. Um, if you know that you can't do something, um, ask if you have a contractor, would they mind if you placed an order, could they pick it up on the way to the job site? Um, so just being very clear on timelines and who's going to be doing what on those timelines and trying to be really cognitive of time during that day so that everything can go as fluid as possible that you don't have anything. The worst is when you're on a job site and someone doesn't have what they need or you have people on top of each other and they can't be as efficient as possible. So just being very um, good with timelines helps. And again, things can happen. It's construction. You have to kind of sometimes learn to roll with it. Um, I'm executing a bathroom project right now, a bunch of bathroom projects, but one of them in particular, we're at a standstill. We had a bathtub delivered and it had forklift. You could literally see the forklift like clips in the side of the bathtub. It put a big hole in it. Then another bathtub was shipped as a replacement and uh, they said, unfortunately, it got damaged on the truck. We're sending another one. So sometimes things just happen, and it is what it is. You have to roll with it. Your timeline, you know, you you, you have to learn patience, um, which is something that I'm still continuing to learn because a lot of times when you build a timeline, when you have a plan, it just stinks when things go off um, hand. But gratitude and perspective will change everything. So um, what I... Like the number one thing that I recommend is creating an ongoing to-do list um, when you're executing any sort of project like this. So I have that budget, right, that is very dialed in. Um, and then um, I use, so I use QuickBooks um, for all of my home finances. I run my home like a business. I don't know if you've heard me talk about that before, but again, I'm going to be teaching that coming up. And for any home projects, I do budgets in uh, Google Sheets, which is also like Excel. And I'm very detailed again, who, what, where, you know, all that, that, so I know exactly all the little details, but then ongoing to-do list with tasks and DIYs and things that need to be wrapped up is essential. So that is an ongoing to-do list. Like I need to pick up tile. I need to do this. I need to do that. This needs to be fixed. This needs to be. So that way, when you get to an end project, it's done the way that you want it to be done. And if you need to take stuff back or if you... So this just helps having an ongoing to-do list. A lot of times there's so many moving parts and things can get missed or lost. And to me, the, the beauty and execution of a project is in the details and making sure you are accounting for those so that it's quality work, it's good, and it's design, and it's something that you're not going to be like, oh, I wish I would have done X, you know? Or So an ongoing to-do list is probably the biggest thing I recommend when you're um, executing a project. Uh, for your home, whether it be small, big, whatever it is. And sometimes if you're executing multiple, yes, you have multiple ongoing to-do lists that can help you get to that completion point. So some organizational hacks that have helped um, that I have found over the years is pictures with measurements. So let me explain. I take a picture, I open Instagram, I go to my Instagram stories, and then I use the words to write measurements over it. So if I am getting a bathroom vanity countertop 
quote, take a picture of the space, literally go put the words on it, do the measurements, save that image out. So when I'm saving that image out, I'm not just saving it into my phone. I'm saving it and putting it into a particular folder. So I organize everything on Dropbox. So Dropbox, when I execute projects, also uh, those projects have their own folder. So anything from inspiration, I break down into a folder. Um, into that uh, vision that I built out, I break down into a folder. And then measurements that I need for that project, I break down into that folder as well. So that when I'm going to get a quote from the countertop person, I literally can be on my computer, open it up, say, hey, here, can I get a quote for this? And I literally send an image. They can see what they're working with. They can be able to dial in and give me a rough estimate before I actually take time to meet them. Everything's organized. The next person that I go and meet, oh, can, can you show me the space? I can pull that up on my phone. And again, like this is actually uh, something I didn't mention, but I think that I do this and I just didn't think about mentioning doing this. Taking before pictures of your space and putting them in that as well. Because a lot of times you're out and about and you're like, oh, well, I don't quite remember what that looks like. Or you're wanting to just like tell someone else something, but you can't quite describe your space. Taking before images, which is something I do with anything, um, can also help in organizing into that folder. So again, if you have a Dropbox folder or whatever your, your method for organization, I like Dropbox because it is on my computer, it's on my phone, it kind of goes with me everywhere. So if I save it, um, I can access it anywhere. So um, before pictures, your vision out pictures, and then um, measurements and, and using those pictures with measurements um, and not just saving them on your phone, which is going to become clutter, but actually sticking them in a designated location. The other thing that I do is receipts. So anytime I'm executing home projects, um, I am very particular. I use TurboScan and I scan those receipts into Dropbox. So I have all of my home projects that I've done. The receipts are scanned into that folder. And if I need to return something, exchange something, I can't tell you guys how many times it has saved me. Um, I, I got in the flow of this with my businesses. Anytime that I'm doing a business expense, I have to scan that stuff in as a backup copy receipt. And um, so I just kind of applied that to my home and home projects. And I cannot tell you guys how many times it has saved me and headaches and hassle and just being able to look back. And then um, the last organizational hack that I have, which kind of coincides with the receipts is anything that uh, you're going to want to reference, create a master home list. So for, for each of my homes, they, my home has, um, again, a folder on Dropbox, and then it has a master document. And the master document has, um, you know, uh, the, the wall color paints, uh, has for bathrooms, it has the tile mo model numbers. A lot of times you don't, you don't think you'll need those kind of things, but a lot of times you end up do needing those things. A lot of times you're out and about and you're like, oh yeah, I need to pick up that paint what is that paint color? Oh, I'll just I'll have to check. But if you but if you know exactly where it is, you don't have to check. You you don't have to wait and go home and check. You can literally pull it up, save time. And um so again, I'm I'm just big on using organizational hacks to save time and save headaches cuz that's what it does. And uh just one other thing to mention with that, anything that's like appliances or things that come with warranties, again, when you get them, registering those warranties and saving them in that folder as well. So if that if anything goes wrong, you have everything in a digital format that you can reference being like, here's my receipt, here's my quote, here is, 
Um, you know, all my warranty information, here's the manufacturer, the model number, all of those different things. Um, and it just, it's, it saves, and this is kind of another thing, but having all that together in one location helps with maintenance schedules and organizing other things with your home. So, uh, the last little tip that I have, and I've kind of mentioned it is patience. Um, I think the best thing that you can do when going into a home project is to expect something actually to go wrong. Always budget for overage. Um, and, and when I say something goes wrong, whether it be with timelines or you're at the mercy of contractors and subcontractors and, you know, realizing that sometimes things happen there, materials can come in messed up. Um, and a lot of times things we can do is double checking measurements, double checking things when you order them, double checking, um, you know, materials to make sure that you don't make a mistake when executing different things, um, which I have done. I will own 100%. So I think the biggest tip that I've learned when organizing home projects is patience. Um, and uh, I am so excited because I am on the tail end of the inside of all of my home projects. I think once I get done with this next run this week, when I say this next run, I, I always do them in phases and I'm very careful about when I do home projects but um, we're going to move to the outside and a couple things on the outside. And then I'm kind of done for a minute. Uh, and I say that. We'll see. I might find something else to get my hands dirty in. But uh, I absolutely love organizing home projects. I love executing them. I don't love the mess that can come with them, especially it's super stressful if you're doing spaces that you live in, your kitchen or big things like that. That has become something that I don't ever want to do again. When you don't have a working functioning kitchen with a family, it makes it super hard. Um, but, uh, I hope this helps you guys. I hope this inspires you all. Um, again, a lot of stuff I still do DIY, uh, budgets are budgets. So making sure that, uh, you know what you're doing when you're going into DIYs, whether it be watching videos or asking for help. There's so many resources that a lot of stuff that we think we can't do, or I thought I couldn't do, I realized that I could. So I hope this helps you. I hope it inspires you. Um, I hope that you love the spaces that you're living in and sometimes just transforming a wall or a small little project. And, and, and the biggest thing is not just like getting halfway through it, but really getting all the way through it and closing any of those loopholes so that it can be checked off and done feels absolutely amazing. Again, if you want to grab that download, it is on startplanner.com slash downloads. Again, it's a free download, not selling you anything, just something I put together that I was like, this is what I need to get my life together, to get everything organized in order to get those budget sheets on uh, Google Sheets. And, and I just think it super helps me. So I wanted to create it as a free resource for you all. Hope you guys all have an amazing day and we will be back next week with another guest. You can find any links discussed in this podcast in the description below. If you like this episode, please leave us a review and hit the subscribe button. It helps us so much. You can listen on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. We are here weekly with brand new episodes. See you guys soon.